0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
1: hello and welcome to the truth from the stand deer hunting podcast i'm your host clint campbell and you're listening to episode number 89 brought to you by wicked tree gear Today is part three of the DIY Report Daily Rut Vlog, so stay tuned. folks welcome back to another episode of the truth from the stand deer hunting podcast this is episode number three i think uh of day four is this day four for me it was tuesday wednesday thursday friday yes yeah, so this would be November, day four of hunting
2: nice yeah
1: day four day four and that second. the voice that you're hearing from the <laughs> from the blackness is that of chad sylvester my buddy from uh, exodus outdoor gear what's going on man
2: not too much man day one
1: for me i'm a little a little behind yeah it's all right let's it we'll get you caught up quick yes sir My uh, my legs are already burning from some of the uh the hiking over the past couple couple of days in shape. i am i'm not in i'm not in <laughs> shape like last year man the uh the elk hunt last year had me primed that and yeah. because of where we were at during rut camp last year it was no joke so needed to be in shape for that one yeah a little bit of difference
2: uh for rut camp this year looks more promising already yes after six hours yes
1: yeah. yeah. so let's just go ahead and jump into the the update these are the daily daily updates and so everyone who suffered through the uh, individual updates that i gave and that is the heater kicking in because chad and i have upgraded <laughs> our our living conditions and we're going to go ahead and turn it off real quick hold on one second We have a real
2: heater this year.
1: We have a real heater with a real camper this year. So we definitely upgraded from the Exodus uh, Pool Behind trailer for trade shows. Yeah. I think did, right. I, did I actually turn that off correctly? I don't think you did. No. Probably need a professional to take care of that. Take a look at that. Did you manage to get it off?
2: It's off. Still running. All right. Well, Switched I guess
1: I guess we'll just deal with the background noise for the, for the time being. Yeah, but what you were saying was is that we're already looking more promising than we were last year during rut camp. So, rut, rut camp. so I'll give a little update on what I had seen, and then you give a little update on what you've seen, and we'll sure. talk about what our what our plan is. So, <clears throat> I'm, we're back in an area that I'm I'm somewhat familiar with. Um, we scouted this summer, as we had mentioned on our previous podcast earlier um, earlier in the summer. Yeah, we covered that one, or I covered that with John specifically. And hung a camera. And so this is the first time I've been back since I think it was August, the last time we were in here, if I'm not mistaken, mid August
2: 18th, August 18th.
1: Yeah. And uh, hopped up into the area. We, well, drove from Pennsylvania, got here this afternoon. We set up camp, hopped up into the the ridge that I'm planning to hunt, pulled the camera, uh, you know, set my tree up. And once I got into the tree, I, I have a little device that I use to get things into my phone or get images into my phone. Took a look at that and it was really just like, show me the week, like the the past like six to seven days. I want to see what deer have been showing up. And yesterday morning and the day before, there are two hammers that are cruising by my my location. And this is the first year having a camera in there. And so what we're kind of deducing now was, you know, that there is doe bedding that is extremely close to where I'm set up. And we had kind of presumed that because of the, you know, the activity we were seeing during rut that we're, was kind of predicated on a hot doe being in the area but i wasn't quite sure how close i was to that specific doe bedding and it turns out that i'm pretty much right on top of it so um good news is is that there are plenty of does on camera and they are there are a few nice deer on camera that i'm hopefully going to get an opportunity to get an arrow and we'll you know that still remains to be seen but that's what i have for for my update at the moment the plan really is i'm gonna have to i guess take the approach of um patience is a virtue <laughs> this next week because plenty of times we've hunted together whether it was last year or whatever that we've you know we were we were doing sits without knowing exactly what might be around yeah you know and this is a year where i have some intel i know there's good deer there so now it's about not screwing it up you know i feel like this area particularly with the history that i've had with it and then we're gonna have another addition to camp tate is kind of my buddy Tate that you guys have heard about, but not met yet. Um, he hunted this area last year and saw the same stuff that I had seen the, the year prior, which is just a lot of a lot of bucks, um, a lot of push and does, um, and a lot of cruisers, midday cruisers. So, um, you know, this year looks promising already, but I'm just going to have to be patient and and know that, you know, it could take some time to make it happen. I have no doubt that I'll see deer. Um, you and I were talking on the drive home that it's a matter of, am I going to get a shot opportunity? Cause this stuff is thick. It's uh, tight shooting lanes and it's going to have to be, you know, a nice deer pass in the right area to get a shot opportunity, but we'll play the waiting game and see, and see what happens. Cause I'm, I'm in the thick of it. So we're in a better position than I've been in a long time.
2: No doubt. So this is
1: the third. Third year the group's been in that general area this for the a, most part. Yeah, yeah cuz I was with you last year so I didn't right, hunt this year right. that uh, this area. But Tate, but Tate was, was here. Yeah, Tate right. hopped up in there last year um in my stead and saw the saw the same thing. So we do have a 3 years or 2 years of, mm-hmm. of data of, you know, observation. observation you could, right. you know, and Tate and I the year before were both killed, you know, out of the out of the same area. So we've had a good run, had good observation, and I think we'll just continue to put more and more of the puzzle pieces together um and hopefully this year it ends with like with a hammer on the ground so that'd be nice
2: it's a hot spot man it's going to be about like as you said not screwing it up not blowing it up and being mentally tough enough and disciplined enough to go in there for all day sits regardless of what the outcome is because it's going to take time it's going to be patient you have to be patient
1: yeah exactly so give me your update man because you had an interesting kind of kind of start to your to your day
2: yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the start I was actually hoping for. Um, it kind of went south pretty quick. Uh, I went into a spot which is actually private but with public access it was four or five hundred acres. I think it was a yeah. spot that you and I and Tate had scouted back in March, and then came back um, in the summer and hung some cameras up. And what I really wanted to do was go in there, pull a couple cards, see what was going on, and do a quick speed scout. Hang a hang a set uh, up on that area we called Poop Ridge, and poop ridge poop ridge yeah we called it uh it's a really interesting spot just a ton of doe bedding and when we walked through there last winter it almost reminded me like of a two acre high fence deer pen i mean Mm -hmm. there was just so much doe sign in there it was it was nuts um and that that ridge ran east and west so i had a i actually went in october and and hung a camera and i went in there to, to pull the car this afternoon and it was posted, private, private, no trespassing. And the funny thing is, as you mentioned, we were in here in August, um, and some of that was posted for sale back in August. There was a an, an auction selling several parcels uh, in that area. But when I was back there in October, everything was everything good to was go, good. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. Well, on the way back, everything was posted. So I drove back in there, ran up the ridge to pull that card, camera was gone shocker shocker yeah um so there was three cameras in that area i pretty much just swallowed my pride and you know said okay let's start over let's start over let's move on don't be emotionally attached you know it's the first day let's go make something happen so so proceeded to drive around a little bit do some observations see what crops are still in the field see you know um what else what else i can get into and i almost ran out of gas so i had to run into town (laughs) get gas I didn't have any maps saved on my phone, so I had to save download some maps while I had service. Went back out, uh, found an area adjacent to, oh, I'm gonna say like 60 or 70 acre cornfield that uh, hasn't been picked yet. Um, went in there. There was two spots that I had marked on my GPS that I had interest in. So I threw a stand on my back, and it was late. It was late in the day. It was it was after 5:30 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so my plan was just to go in. Dropped that stand off so I didn't have to lug everything in back to those points of interest because it was probably half a mile, three quarters of a mile from, from the access point. And on my way in, I was walking right away, got past the right away, and just came into a ton of hot sign. So you know, fresh scrapes. I mean, when I say fresh, they were made today. Right. The very yeah, likely, saying, I could have bumped a I could have bumped a deer or a right. buck that was making it.
1: You were saying that the dirt was even still kind of all balled up, like it was just right. Because I mean, there's been plenty of rain. It was even raining a little bit it today. Was. So,
2: yeah, yeah. Dirt was um, like granular, real fresh. It wasn't clumped up. No leaves. Um, so it had just been worked. I don't any anytime, you know, right anytime this afternoon. So I proceeded to go in into some thick, um, heavy cover that was adjacent to that cornfield actually on the east side, east side of that cornfield. And I decided that was far enough. I'm going to hang a stand and set that in the morning. Hung a camera up over the scrape, threw a setup, and then and then backed out of there. So the plan for tomorrow is to go in, check that camera, sit there in the morning, observe what I, I can see a little bit of that cornfield. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought is, we have a dead west wind tomorrow. My thought is, anything cruising is going to, because I, that thick area is on the east side of that cornfield. They're able to, cruise that edge and scent check that entire area right um so that's the plan for tomorrow go in there get set up sit there at least until midday right and uh we'll go from there see what happens and you saw some hammer rubs in there too right good historical sign nothing fresh from this year that i saw but like i said i didn't i didn't push too far in there i didn't want to screw anything up i didn't want to blow anything up um because it's Almost going in there blind. I mean, right. that's the first time I've ever been in there. And I was in there for a half hour hanging right. you know, hanging a camera and putting a setup. So um, it looks really good. Like it just feels bucky. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It feels well, and the really fresh
1: good. sign doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? It's like that's the, I mean, this time of year, it's, everything else be damned it's like the right. fr- the fresh sign kind of rules all it's like right. something could look like trash but if there are scrapes and, and rubs in there right. s- more specifically scrapes you right. know what i mean yep. that especially if you have a couple of them you know well, I mean, there's lots of
2: scrapes in there but yeah. only one was hit today like right. the rest of them you could see there's leaves and stuff i mean that's
1: up. one thing talking to old john eberhardt he talks about a little bit with like primary scrape areas mm-hmm. where there's a main scrape which might be the one that's been freshened up because right. it might be the the main right. one and then there's satellite scrapes all kind right. of like around it within like a small area uh-huh. or whatever you know so you know hot sign is is king at this point it's like and wow. i would kind of probably take that route other than having history with the spot that i'm going to mm-hmm. knowing kind of how it's played out mm-hmm. over time where mm-hmm. i'm like that spot well i didn't see a scrape historically where there's well i guess i should back up there is a scrape there. It doesn't look like it's been worked in a little while. There was some leaves on it, but whenever you and I were flipping through the camera or through the pictures when we got back, that buck was working L- a scrape. That buck was working scrape. Branch, yeah. yeah. Which was just you know, as I'm the tree that I'm in, it would just be off over my right shoulder, or right. I'm sorry, over my left shoulder. So I wouldn't have been able to see it from the tree that I was in. Right. Um, and I really wasn't trying to spend much time walking around there because I didn't want to put a bunch of scent down and stuff like that. Yeah. The good news is, is because we both were, you know, I had to check a camera and walk around a little bit. You had to kind of figure out where the hell you were going. Mm-hmm. We put a little bit of scent down, most likely, but there's a rain coming through, gonna wrap up probably around four or five o'clock in the morning. So it's yep. almost like perfect timing. The weather's gonna be killer yep. tomorrow. Yep. You know, 40s. I think you're 39. I think I saw or something like that. And I don't think it's gonna get much. 40, yep. I don't think it's gonna get much warmer than 50 tomorrow. 50s if, the high. Yeah, yeah. So, be a nice, cool, bucky, ruddy kind of day.
2: It's gonna be awesome, man.
1: Yeah. November 3rd. November 3rd. So the last time I killed here was November 6th. So I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try expedite to expedite that a little. I'm gonna bit. try to expedite it. So what happens if we both kill before the six? Are we
2: going somewhere or what? Are we leave the camper for Tate? We're
1: gonna leave the camper for Tate and you and I are going to Illinois. That's what's happening. I'm down. It's do I'm down it. with it. So with that, I think we can wrap this update up. And uh hopefully tomorrow we're on here with uh with some more good news. And uh hopefully in the not so distant future we'll have a couple couple deer on the ground and a couple uh rut logs to to talk about dead deer. Yes, sir. Awesome. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. All right, folks, that is a wrap for today's show. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. And if you haven't yet, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd be super appreciative if you'd be able to do those two things for us. And before we shut this thing down, I need to give a big shout-out to our partners that continue to help us make this podcast possible. Wicked Tree Gear, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Trophy Ridge, Ozonics, Obsession Bows, Tecumani Seed, Glacier Coolers, Ramcat Broadheads, Trophy Taker Rests, and Dead Downwind. And until next time, we'll see y'all.
2: I can November's on my heat
0: Personalize yourself in
2: numbers, but I...